If you listen to the show for any amount of time, you know that I do have a merch store or two, and I don't generally push my merch because I don't feel comfortable hitting you guys up for money. But if you're listening to me on anything resembling a regular basis, you probably laugh at the same things I do. You probably think a lot of the same things I do. So why don't you go check out HorribleDesigns.com. They have assorted merchandise with funny comments on it, funny t-shirts, funny mouse pads, funny coffee cups, and then some stuff that maybe not necessarily so funny, but is definitely relevant, whether it's a social opinion, an economic opinion, a stance on you know things like veganism or whether or not you need essential oils in your life. So yeah, anyway, that's my little plug. I have some of their shirts. They're comfortable. They're cool. I like them. HorribleDesigns.com. Go check it out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are about to listen to contains at least one of the following. Strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. Welcome to I Had to Say It, the podcast where I talk about things that I feel need talking about, and sometimes they're not getting the attention they deserve. And your feelings, they're not under consideration. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of I Had to Say It. So we're going to start out with the usual acknowledgement of the supporters. We have Josh, Jake, B-Word, and the Iceman on Patreon, and Jason and Miss Aaron through Buy Me a Coffee. Thank you guys so much for your continued support. I hope to continue to be worthy of it. So there's a couple things I'm going to talk about this week, and just sort of as a warning for the people who prefer the less political stuff, there is part of this that is going to get a little bit political. It's just kind of unavoidable, considering what it is I'm going to be talking about. But the first thing I want to talk about, there, like I said, there's a few things, but the first thing I want to talk about is if you're not real active on social media, or even if you are, depending on who you follow and things like that, you may be unaware, but there is a a woman out there who uh, goes by the name of Eliza Blue. Now, in the last couple of weeks, well, there's been a lot of controversy surrounding this woman, and I got some thoughts on it. Now, just a little background information for those of you that aren't familiar with this individual. She started out, um, well, realistically, she's a couple of years younger than me, so she's been around for a while. She ain't exactly a spring chicken. She's not new to the scene. And the way I found out about her was I just uh, came across some of the stuff on Twitter at one point and was like, okay, that's kind of interesting because uh, she was claiming to be a advocacy against human trafficking and and people like opposing like child sex work and stuff like that. And that's a good thing in my book. And um, when Elon took over Twitter, she got a lot more notice and she was being much more vocal about interacting with him and people at Twitter to get all these um, different like sex trafficking and child sex accounts t- 
taken off of Twitter, which, you know, no one with any kind of sense can argue that that's a bad thing. It's because it, it's not. It's a good thing. And now the thing about this woman is she's been around for a few years advocating as, uh, you know, saying she's a survivor of sex trafficking and and an advocate for victims of sex trafficking and child sex trafficking. And, and again, all of this stuff is not anything anyone with any sense would have any kind of problems with. But I, I didn't get too deeply into it. I was just kind of like, okay, that's kind of interesting. So I'm like per, per, peripherally aware of this woman. At, at best, I'm not like an avid follower or anything like that. Just seemed like somebody who had a had a mission in life and was trying to do something about it. So, you know, good for her. And then in the last few weeks, things have started to kind of come off the rails for this woman. She's got a lot of people coming out saying she's not who she says she is. Uh, she's doing appearances on different podcasts and not like small ones, like big name things, you know, t- talking to different, uh, really, you know, like Tim Pool and stuff like that. And they're these bigger accounts and you know, she's not great at presenting herself and in, uh, in a manner that it really conveys a lot of what she said kind of wasn't adding up. Timelines weren't adding up and people were starting to call her out on these things. Now this is bad for multiple reasons. Um, <laughs> not the, not the actual calling her out. I'm a, I'm a firm believer. If you're on some bullshit, you need to be called out on your bullshit you know, good, better, and different. If you're if you're full of shit, you're full of shit. But the thing about it, where the kind of the bad part of it comes in, is like all of a sudden, all these people that are starting to bring up items out of her past that don't make sense that go along with her story of being a trafficking survivor and all this other stuff, uh, start getting silenced by Twitter after Elon made this big deal about how he was going to, you know, make it a free speech platform and people weren't going to be getting shut down and silenced just for having a difference of opinions and. All of a sudden, it seems like somebody who, like, she had a, uh, one of the live sessions of Twitter space open, and Elon came into it and talked about it and said he made his commitment that he was going to help end all the child sex trafficking shit on Twitter and, and the human trafficking shit on Twitter. And that's a good thing, and, and he's been a lot better about it than old Twitter was from everything I could tell. I mean, they, they've been going through shutting down these accounts left and right. Uh I mean, that doesn't mean there's not more popping back up. Perverts are pretty persistent motherfuckers. But that's neither here nor there. That's, you know, why I'm a big fan of the only rehabilitation those guys need comes in the form of a chipper shredder. Although I've gotten away from the wood chipper, I'm leaning more towards the metal shredder these days. It just seems more robust. But I digress. So, uh, yes, she starts getting called out. A couple other large content creators on, like, YouTube and Twitter and all these other things start calling her out and kind of taking her to task and questioning her story. And they get their accounts temporarily shut down, get their accounts locked on Twitter, get their content pulled off of YouTube. And it's like, how many people does this broad actually know? How well connected is she? There's a lot of really hinky shit that just doesn't add up about the way this thing is being handled. And, it, yeah, there's a lot of, like, so people are advocating for free speech. Now, in Elon's case, I don't really believe he's personally going around silencing every account she points to and says they're being mean to me. I think she did have a line to this guy through their initial interactions when she was trying to make all this fuss about cleaning up Twitter and getting rid of sex traffic work and child trafficking and all this other shit and child endangerment accounts. So. And that's a good thing. Again, I'm never going to fault that particular aspect of things. But, yeah, so she had a direct link to somebody at Twitter and apparently somebody at YouTube because she's able to get these account, these massive creator accounts, like, 
get them served notices and have their content pulled and threatened with action and all this other shit. Well, for basically kind of outing her as being full of shit. And this is where I get kind of weird on the subject. A lot of people are, you know, she's a grifter. She's a, a celeb, a celeb chaser. She's a clout chaser. And, you know, some of that may be true. I mean, it kind of looks that way. Like I said, I haven't been interested enough in this whole situation to do a lot of digging on my own. I have listened to some other people's information on the matters and people whose opinions I, I kind of respect. And they've done more research than I have any interest in putting into this particular subject. And they kind of said, yeah, it seems like she's kind of full of shit. Because if you go back and you look at this woman's history going back again, and like I said, she's about my age. so. Maybe a couple of years younger than me, but not not too much. Depending on depending on which timeline you're actually following on her timeline of events, she's around my age, like 40, 40 41, 42, somewhere in that ballpark. Like I said, I, again, I don't know. I'm not really digging into her background. I it, she's not that relevant to me. But like she was involved with you know some musicians, and she was a, touring as a hairstylist for a while, and. Just like all this shit where she was constantly doing all these things when she was younger in her 20s, which is to a certain extent kind of understandable because a lot of us are stupid in our 20s and trying to chase fame and chase celebrity. And she was doing a lot of stuff and going out there and saying she was trying to be a, a, a video vixen, you know, showing up in some god awful world, world, world star bullshit, you know, awful rap that nobody would have known about. And. These are the things that she's people are trudging drudging up because when you are on like your twelfth alias and your story keeps changing about how your experience is and what you've been through, and people are gonna dig around. This is the internet. Things don't go away. So yeah, she's out there shaking her ass in some videos and rubbing her tits together and on some god awful hip hop nobody's ever heard of. And you know, kind of blew up, and she did not handle things in a good way, in in my opinion. She, if she would have just kind of hungered down and said, "Look, I was young and stupid. I was chasing some clout," and or even even with the whole, if she was saying she was trafficked story, she could have spun it to where she came off way better than she actually did. And that's one of the impressions I kind of get from some audio clips and stuff I've heard of her speaking since all this has started. Where I'm like, she that doesn't seem like the most on the stick character, and. Speaking of somebody who's been running at like probably 65% mental capacity for the last few weeks, if I'm noticing it that you're not all that great, you really got some fucking issues. But yeah, her way of handling it, instead of saying, look, I was young and I was stupid and I was trying to chase clout and get famous or saying, hey, the the person who was trafficking me, who I refused to name for fear of repercussions, uh, forced me into these scenarios, which would have been a a much easier out to say, yeah, I was doing them. Yeah, I signed the release forms because that's the other thing, too. The She's claiming like these were private images and they they couldn't be shared, but there she was paid for these performances. She signed releases and they were owned by other the actual videos that she's claiming to have some sort of privacy issue with were owned by other people, so and she still got them pulled, which is where the whole, like, how connected has this woman become in her little quest to do whatever. And then stories come out where, you know, people are saying for a while she was an escort and she was making, uh, you know, $500 a night or whatever and blah, 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 and she was trying to 
recruit other girls to come work with her. And all these, all these different kind of shady aspects of things come out. And yeah, so it seems like she might, might be kind of a clout chasing shitty individual, but I, I take kind of probably an unexpected stance out of this whole thing is, and realistically, I, I honestly, I don't really give a shit about that. Yeah. So she, maybe she's a terrible fucking person. Maybe she's just a little imbalanced and starved for fame. And like I said, I, honestly, I don't think she's really like this master manipulator or anything. I mean, obviously, she's kind of good at it because she got some right connections and got in with some groups, you know, and, and she's running full force with this advocacy thing. And she got some good connections out of that where she's able to do this shit to people. But like I said, she's not some mastermind because if she was, she would have spun this whole thing entirely different instead of trying to shut down and censor everybody who has said anything about her which just brought more and more shit forth and made a lot more people sit up and take notice. Instead of doing the smart thing and trying to spin it to make herself look good, she tried to shut it down and silence it, which is, you know, like I said, that's kind of amateur-grade shit. That's not, how you, that's not how you cut a problem off at the knees if you're any kind of professional manipulator. If you're any kind of professional at garnering a certain degree of sympathy, you're going to know you take the negatives into a positive or you just sit back and wait it out. I mean, the simple fact that she's had like the same general look for the last 20 fucking years, she had to know this shit was going to come up at some point. Like I said, it's the internet. Things don't go away. Nothing is gone forever. Although it's kind of starting to look like certain things are getting actually completely scrubbed off the fucking internet. And if there's an app out there that's doing it, if it's a service, if it's people doing it, if it's government doing it, who knows? But things are starting to actually seem to like disappear and never be found again, which there was a time where that wasn't the case. But if that is the case, so be it. But anyway, like I said, the thing that I'm kind of hung up on this is, yeah, she may be a, sh- a shyster or whatever you want to call it, a grifter. She's out there chasing clout. It doesn't completely negate the good she did. Now, that's one thing. I mean, she brought a lot of awareness to a lot of these accounts that were actively engaged in child sex trafficking and regular sex trafficking and and endangering minors. And you, you can't completely disregard that. Yeah, she might have been doing it for shitty purposes. But I'm not the kind of, you know, I'm not the, like, throw the bathwater out with the baby type. I'm not going to completely disregard the little bit of good she did. Or, in this case, maybe even a fairly significant amount. Again, I'm I'm not super familiar with the case. She's not interesting to me to the point where I was going to, I mean, I'm not going to run along and be like, oh, hey, you're a girl and I'm going to follow you because you're a girl and you're doing something that's kind of cool and I'm going to be here. You know, I'm not not the simping type. I'm not going to fucking... Like, oh, my God, maybe she'll notice me if I defend her and all this other shit. No, but from a a purely realistic standpoint, I was peripherally aware of her before. Now, all of a sudden, she's all over the place because of all this unnecessary bullshit drama that's folding up around her. And the more I hear about it and the more I look into it, it seems like a lot of this drama could have been really easily avoided if she had a little goddamn sense. But apparently she doesn't. And her recent... Online activity has been more like, oh, you know, the haters aren't going to get me down. I still love everybody. I still approach the world with love in my heart. Just look at how pious I am and ignore all this bullshit that's coming out about me. And like I said, a lot of it is just this documented shit she did, and she can't deny it. But instead of just owning up to it, and like I said, if she, if she was any kind of real manipulator, she would have tried to put a spin on it. She would have said she didn't have a choice. She would have said she was forced into it. 
she would have tried to work it into the narrative of how she was abused and trafficked and all this other shit instead of just kind of doubling down on the, I don't want to talk about that time in my life. And I understand in some cases that's a coping mechanism. People that have legitimately been abused, trafficked, raped, it's not easy for them to talk about it. However, if you are actively trying to claim to be an advocate against these things, you can, it's kind of expected that your story at least kind of checks out and you can actually provide consistent retellings and consistent delivery of the facts. Even if it's not something you're comfortable to talk about, it's still something you have to be able to at least, you know, give your bona fides on. So like I said, she may, she may be a complete hustler. She may be a scam artist, but let's not, you know, forget. Yeah. At least their Twitter is actively shutting down all these child sex accounts. And even if she got there in a shit way, you know, maybe she, okay. Advocating. I'm never going to shit on somebody for advocating against child endangerment and sex trafficking. It's yeah. Like I said, she may be doing it for the wrong reasons. She may be doing it in a shit manner. She may have gotten there in a shit manner. I've heard some theories that she may actually be involved in trafficking herself from or at least when she was younger because she was trying to recruit other girls to come be escorts with her. And, you know, it's not beyond the realm of possibility that that may be the case. And I'm not really trying to defend her either. I don't want to make it sound like I am. But I would hate to see, like, the good things that she got started, even if she got them started in a shitty way getting damaged by the fallout from her inability to manage her shit. And to a certain extent, I mean, it kind of comes down to her inability to own up and be a fucking adult and say, yeah, you know what? I did that shit. I was at a stupid point in my life. Show me somebody that didn't do something dumb in their fucking twenties. But you know, that might just be me too. A lot of people don't have the right mentality to come at it with that attitude to, you know, grab your mistakes by the fucking balls and own that shit. And, uh, so yeah, that's, that's kind of what's going on with that. And it's been rolling around in the back of my head. And like I said, I've been getting beat about the head with it on different social media platforms and it is what it is, I guess. I mean, I'm not losing any sleep over this poor little, just poor abused, just taking advantage of all she wants to do is advocate for the people. And the fact that she's getting her name all over the place and hundreds of thousands of followers and appearing on all these huge national platforms. Yeah, oh no, that's just kind of fringe benefits. Particularly when you look at, like I said, she was a video ho in world star videos. She was on dating shows. She was on reality shows. She was on, she went on tour with musicians as like a hairstylist slash groupie. I don't know. Again, and this is all allegedly, this is just stuff I've heard, but if it's all true, yeah, okay. So the broad was thirsty and she was doing dumb shit. She was in her 20s. It was forgivable then. If she's still doing dumb shit and still being thirsty and still being kind of a shit bird, yeah, she needs to um, really. She 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 needs to just kind of handle it with some grace and dignity and go quietly into that good night and fuck off, and hopefully not damage the sh- good shit she did too much in the process. But on the other hand, if her ego's as tied up into it as a lot of this evidence is kind of pointing to. Yeah, I don't see that happening. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. 
So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. All right, so the next thing, and this is kind of where it's going to get a little political, so if you you're not a fan of the political stuff. You can fast forward about 10 minutes. I'm going to try and keep this short. It's not going to be a real long thing. It's just kind of I want to talk about, in case you're living under a rock and you happen to live in the United States, uh, this last week there was a balloon that is identified as a Chinese, well, basically they say it's a spy balloon. You know, they're going backwards in technology, but whatever. Um, that crossed into U.S. airspace and kind of drifted nonchalantly across the country. And then Sunday night, they finally shot it down. Um, This is, I mean, part of me is like, okay, considering that we have spy satellites and part of the thing about international airspace is your sovereign airspace only goes up so high. So depending on the altitude of what the balloon was at, it's entirely possible that it crossed over the country in international airspace because it was high enough above the, above the country to be considered international airspace. And I may be wrong on this information. I know that's how it used to be. I don't know if they've refined definitions or changed things. But I'm pretty sure once upon a time, like 80s, 90s, that's that was the case. Your, your international airspace only had a certain altitude limit on it. Uh, for whatever reason, partly I think for satellite traffic, like low orbit satellites, and that was kind of one of those things about where we could throw spy planes way, 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 way high up in the sky and shoot them over other countries, and they couldn't say anything because we weren't technically trans- transversing their airspace. And like again, I may be wrong. Anybody that's in the military or actually knows this kind of shit better than me, if you want to correct me, feel free. All the all the links are there. You can always reach out to me and tell me I'm wrong, and I'll admit it. I'm a, I'm a big enough man to be able to admit that I don't know fucking everything. I just have a lot of thoughts and a lot of opinions, and I'd come on here to talk to them just to get them off my chest. So anyway, yeah, this so this Chinese balloon that was up there for whatever purpose it may be, whether it is just to kind of poke the bear, whether it is to just say, hey, look, we can do this, and you fuckers don't know what's going on. We don't know what kind of capacities it had, what kind of capabilities it had, whether it was gathering data. We didn't know if it was, you know, armed with chemical biological weapons, if it was armed with, like, a nuke, if it had an EMP device on there to shut down technology across the country. It was up there. I mean, there's no denying it. The first thing about this is a lot of people are saying, and this is where it starts to get a little political, that it's being done as a flex because... We are perceived as a weak country by the Chinese, and this is just kind of them kind of testing the waters and saying, look, we're going to do this, and you guys aren't going to do shit about it. And unfortunately, that kind of seems to be the case. The way things were handled, very weak. It it did not make us look like a militarily strong position. It did not show us in the best light because this thing was allowed to completely traverse the country. And the logic behind it is they were saying, oh, well, we don't want to risk shooting it down and having it fall in somebody's house or crashing and hurting civilians. Well, the thing about that is, you know, if you do shoot this thing down and it comes down, how much more damage could have been done by allowing it to cross the entire fucking country and then waiting till it's over the Atlantic to shoot it down? 
how much intelligence was gathered, how much data was gathered. Now, I'm not real convinced that it was gathering any particular data that it couldn't already get through more conventional means. Now, the fact that it showed up, it came through Canada over Montana, which puts it in the area of, you know, there's a lot of missile silos and things in that general vicinity. So they could have been, you know, updating their their pictures on that. But on the other hand, there's also satellites that I'm sure were just as capable of getting perfectly acceptable photographs from orbit. So I'm not overly concerned about that. And a lot of these people that are talking about what a huge breach of national security it is are the same assholes walking around with TikTok in their pocket and phones that are actively listening to their conversations. So you're really not that worried about your security. So, you know, kind of spare me that one. But I do see it as a political maneuver. I do see it as China flexing to see what's going to happen. And our response was really not all that favorable. And pretty much immediately on every platform, every news outlet, every social media outlet, they immediately start coming to the defense of the current sitting uh, powers that be because that's their camp, that's their side. And they got so many people saying, oh, well, this is this is happening because, you know, they're handling it diplomatically and tactfully, and they're trying to protect the people and blah, 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 blah. Nah, no, really, it made us look weak. And <laughs> a lot of people are saying it's like, well, you know, the Biden's bought and paid for already, so of course he's not doing anything about it. And there's already been some information coming out. I'm sure it'll progress further that they're saying, oh, well, you know, this happened three times during Trump's presidency. First off, I'm getting really tired of how the fact they can't actually defend the current administration without pointing at the previous administration to justify whatever shit it is they have a problem with. If they had such a problem with it under the previous guy, why does the fact that he didn't make the fact that it's still going on okay? It really shouldn't, because but people are a bunch of stupid fucking hypocrites, and a lot of them are pathetic, weak-minded sheep that just believe what they're told to do, and they tow their, their, their group's line, and they check their side's thing, and it makes them feel better about themselves. But the simple fact is... It, from a purely logical standpoint, if you can step back and objectively look at things for a few minutes, if you can't justify your guy's behavior without pointing at the guy you can't stand, you're kind of a fucking hypocrite and you're a little bit stupid. So I, I automatically devalue your opinion at that point. And so they're saying, well, this information was suppressed, but this has been happening for the last few years. Well, if it was suppressed for the last few years, it really makes you kind of think, because the only reason this information came out, the story wasn't broken by the government releasing a statement. The story wasn't broken by any major media news outlet breaking the story. The story was broken because domestic pilots and civilians started posting pictures of the shit to the Internet. And there was not a announcement. There was a reaction to the fact that the information was already loose in the public. So it's not that they were opposed to the suppression of the information and they just didn't get out ahead of it in time, which is kind of my take on the matter. Now, furthermore, saying, oh, well, this happened three times during Trump's presidency. I'm a little skeptical that it actually happened. I think this could be a lot of bullshit that they're I, I firmly believe that a lot of the establishment politicians and a lot of the government agencies in place didn't like him because he didn't play ball the way they wanted him to. I mean, as like or hate the guy, he was definitely not an insider in this normal sense of the words. But furthermore, that orange bastard 
did not have the kind of personality that would allow me to believe if there was a Chinese balloon in, in American sovereign airspace and he was aware of it, that it would have gone unchallenged and unanswered. That little bastard would have been on TikTok and on Twitter and on fucking every news outlet out there going, China, you're going to take your balloon and fuck off with it or we're going to shoot it down. And he didn't do that, which goes completely against every single instance of him doing anything in the four years he was the president of the country. He was all about the show. He was all about the flair. He was all about drawing attention to every little fucking thing he did. You know, right or wrong, it was full speed ahead and everybody look at me. So if there was legitimately this shit going on and he was aware of it, he wouldn't have been the one suppressing the news. He wouldn't have been the one downplaying it and making sure the American people didn't know about it because that wasn't his fucking style. He, he was not that guy. He was not the, the, the conniving, sneaky shit weasel. I mean, he's yes, he's a shit weasel just like everybody that reaches a certain level in this country, but... He wasn't that, like, slimy, secretive type. He was the bombastic, loud asshole who wanted to be acknowledged for everything he did, good, bad, or indifferent. He loved the attention. He would have loved nothing better than to get into a dick-measuring contest with the Chinese government because they violated our sovereign airspace. And every one of those balloons would have been a flaming wreckage on the fucking news if he was aware of it and, and it was a legitimate thing that was actually fucking happening. So that means one of two things. Either it's a bullshit story that was made up to try and justify Biden's lack of action about our airspace being violated by the Chinese. Or, and I think this is just as likely, because either way, like I said, Trump was nothing if not consistent. And he was consistent at being a loudmouth asshole and flaunting how great he thought he was. Um, I, I'm like I said, I'm not a huge fan of the orange bastard. I never have been that Cheeto dusted Muppet fart, as I referred to him multiple times when he was in the office. Yeah, that's not, I wasn't saying that to be trendier, to be popular. I fucking hate 99% of the politicians in this world because politicians are parasites. They're not public servants. Like they were meant to be They're fucking parasites. That's all they are. But that's not the point. This loudmouth, bombastic asshole that used to tweet out ridiculous inflammatory statements at three o'clock in the fucking morning is going to suppress the information that there are Chinese spy balloons crossing American sovereign airspace and keep it a secret from the public and just allow it to fucking happen. In what fucking world does that fit with that man's personality, with that man's behavioral patterns, with that man's habits? So, yeah, it's either bullshit that was made up and released to try and defend the current fucking idiot or, and actually slightly more terrifying if you think about it, the information was obtained by someone in the government, whether it be the NSA or the CIA or or NORAD. NORAD, talk about those clowns. Those assholes have been fucking up left and right for years and I don't know how they're still getting funding because they're completely terrible at their job, If especially if a fucking balloon managed to sneak past them. These are the guys that were established to defend us from, like, the Soviet Union firing nuclear missiles at us and giving us time to respond and to enact our, you know, mutually assured destruction, basically, if it ever would have come to a nuclear war. And it seems like we might be gradually edging back that way, which is a whole nother conversation for another time, but... 
Um, yeah, the, the NORAD didn't report this fucking balloon. A bunch of assholes with telephoto lenses and amateur pilots reported this fucking balloon. So, obviously, they're kind of incompetent, but if they did have that information and they were deliberately sitting on it until the story broke this time, that means they might have been doing that when it did happen, if it actually happened during Trump's administration. I'm a little more leery to believe that because, you know, you don't poke a rabid dog just to see what's going to happen. You do that when you got a dog that's laying there and you think it might be fucking dead. So I think I think the approach towards our, our leadership might have varied between then and now. But if it did actually happen and they didn't tell him about it and they suppressed that information and they kept it from him and from him, his cabinet and from his advisors, that's fucking treason. That's. That is flat-out violation of oath of office. That is not doing your assigned job. That is jeopardizing the health and welfare of the entire fucking country because you're trying to advance your political agenda over actually protecting the good of this fucking nation. And that's a huge fucking problem. That is a very big issue, and that is something that needs to be addressed if it turns out that that information is true. We'll see what comes out in the next few days and how it's played and how it's handled, but you know, mark my fucking words, they are going to, if they run with this, they're going to have a lot to fucking answer for one way or the other, because realistically, all Trump's got to do at this point is go, if I knew about it, I would have shot it down. And I really doubt that anybody's going to not believe him other than the, the like hardline super ultra leftists who are going to insist that he's the one in China's pocket. And he was doing it for whatever personal financial gain they seem to think he would have gained by it and are going to be willfully ignoring his need to flex his ego and and prove who's got the big pee-pee energy in the room. And even though he may just get his big pee-pee energy from his little hands making his dick look bigger. I don't know. It's besides the point. The point is that particular whack job does not handle things in, the, in a manner that is consistent with anything they're trying to spin as the official narrative. And that's that's a problem. And that's really all I'm going to say about that. I, like, I'm not going to let the whole episode go off the rails as far as being too political. But that's kind of my thoughts on the, the fucking balloon. Yeah, it finally got shot down. How much data did it gather in the meantime? How many opportunities could it have had to deploy whatever was in it? If it is loaded with down with viral antigens or whatever, how much of that shit could have been dispersed between the time it crossed into U.S. airspace and the time it crossed out of U.S. airspace into the ocean where they shot it down? It was very poorly handled, in my opinion. I mean, the government's got no problem throwing money at, you know, we're up to like a billion dollars a month or whatever, $10 billion a month, whatever. Whatever it is we're giving Ukraine on a regular fucking basis so they can blow shit up. Why can't we blow up some shit in the name of defending our own territory? <sighs> anyway, that's... um. You know, I, I, I'm staunchly opposed to any of this war of aggression bullshit, but I am a firm believer that we should be defending our own borders and defending our own people and defending our own lands. And uh, if you don't like it, you know, you know, you're more than welcome to, you know, stop listening, hang up, turn the episode off, skip forward, whatever. I got one last thing I want to talk about, and then I'll let you guys uh, be done with me for uh, the the time being. And that is the Grammys are coming up this weekend and or this well, when this episode comes out, it'll be the Grammys were this past weekend. I don't know anything about the Grammys. I don't know who's nominated. I don't fucking care. 
the fact that we still have this where they try and make it up like this event. What? Who the fuck is still cares about this shit? Who has their life on hold so they can watch the Grammys and see what the stars are wearing and watch the little entertainment shit and whatever you know musical acts there are and listen to all these self-congratulatory jerk-offs? It, I mean, it's basically just public masturbation. It's all these celebrities who are out of touch and just have no grounding for reality. There's going to be so many people wearing stupid, overblown, ridiculous shit. It's going to look like the opening scene of the fucking Hunger Games where they go to, whatchamacallit, the, the rich people district and all these fucking mouth breathers that are just wearing the most garish, outlandish, impractical bullshit in an effort to impress each other, and they all look like fucking clowns. And I'm sure it's not going to be any better at the Grammys because it's fucking Hollywood. And it's, it's yes, it's the music industry, but there's going to be Hollywood people there. There's going to be all these musicians that have more money than fucking sense. And they're going to indulge their debauchery and their depravity and whatever the fuck else is going on at this stupid thing. And I don't even really care for a lot of current pop music that will be nominated for these awards that I no longer value. And I don't understand why people still give them as much attention as they do. I really think it's a fucking waste of time to watch these people sit around and jerk each other off and tell each other how great they fucking are uh, when they already have legions of fans that are willing to do that for them. And it's just, it's just, like I said, it's kind of masturbatory bullshit. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of energy. There will be so much just gaudy, gauche bullshit going on. And pe- the people will be wearing these like, oh, what designer are you wearing? I'm wearing the ugliest fucking thing you've ever seen. And it cost me $95,000 because I'm stupid and I'm out of touch with reality. And I think this somehow is trendy or cutting edge or whatever. It's like a, a, there was a clip circulating a couple weeks ago of some, one, one of the fucking, not the Kardashians, the, the Jenner sisters, I forget, I don't even know which one's which, but one of these, this worthless bitch was at some fashion show wearing a dress with like the head of a lion over one shoulder, and then one of the models comes out wearing the same fucking dress, and it's like, you both look like fucking idiots. It's not, it's not like fashionable, it's fucking ridiculous. It looks uncomfortable and awkward, and what exactly are you proving by making yourself look like a fucking clown? But anyway, yeah, that's I'm I'm not even going to dwell on the Grammys too long. They're going on. I just want to acknowledge that they're going on, and I think it's fucking stupid. It was one thing when it was like acknowledging achievements and accomplishments, but it's turned into such a fucking sham of just more outlandish, ridiculous bullshit and a chance for these morons to show how disconnected from reality they actually fucking are. And, you know, maybe we'll get lucky and another Chinese balloon will happen to be over the theater during the Grammys, and it'll pop and crush the building and get rid of most of these worthless fucks. That's, that sounds petty. Is that petty? That's, I'm being kind of an asshole. I guess that means it's time for me to wrap it up and say for now, that's what I had to say. Thanks for listening to another episode, guys. If you liked what you heard, leave a comment, leave a review, leave a rating. Go to IHadToSayItPodcast.com, sign up for the mailing list, interact with the show. Click the links, sign up for the Patreon, join the Discord, Come and interact. Be a part of the show. Buy the merch. Support your favorite creator. Or support me. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Till next time.